Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hi, I hope everybody's well, and uh, thanks for tuning in to uh, this week's show. This week's show, hopefully it'll be a little shorter. I know uh, I I promised you sort of at the beginning of this whole thing that uh, our podcasts will be short. They've gotten a little bit lengthy. Some of the topics have been a little bit on the lengthy side, but I'll try and keep it down to... uh, to a bare minimum. Uh, this week's topic is first-time homebuyer incentives. I know uh, we get calls into the office all the time, uh, people asking that they're first, or people telling us that they're first-time homebuyers, and they want to know what kind of perks are available in terms of uh, what they can get uh, assistance with in, in uh, being a first-time homebuyer. There's not a whole lot. There are three very specific ones that I'm most familiar with that I would like to make you familiar with this week. Uh, the first one, of course, is the Ontario Land transfer tax credit. So basically what that means is the Ontario government is willing to pick up the first $2,000 of land transfer tax for first-time home buyers. So that applies to both new and resale homes and that means that they're going to pick up up to $2,000 of the land transfer tax. So if the land transfer tax is below $2,000 then you know you don't pay any land transfer tax. If it's more than $2,000 then the province, province is only picking up the first 2000 bucks. All right, so it's a good program. Lawyers are usually pretty quick to make sure that you're aware of that and you take advantage of it. The documentation is usually handled at the, at the lawyer's office and you're simply going to sign a declaration that you're a first-time home buyer. And when they give you the breakdown of the check that you need to bring in to the lawyer's office on closing, you know, when you make them aware that you're a first-time home buyer, they're going to credit that $2,000 there, okay? So anyway, that's perk number one. Perk number two is from our federal government, and it is the first-time home buyer tax credit. So basically what that is, is you don't actually get any money on the day of closing, but you do get a tax credit of $750 care of the federal government. So that means that uh, you're going to get a gift certificate, so to speak, of $750 to apply towards your income tax that you owe at tax time. Now, my understanding of the way the program works is obviously your income tax is dropped by 750 bucks. If you're paying less than $750, then you do not get the spread. So there's no credit back to you if you owe less than $750. But if you owe, say, you know, whatever, two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars in, in taxes, it's going to be dropped. Uh, you can get some more information on this program at um, Canada Revenue Agency's uh, website. You can just punch in first-time homebuyer tax credit and uh, it'll give you the whole breakdown of, of how that works. All right. And then the third one is the RSP homebuyer program where you can use your RSPs towards a down payment of your property. Okay. So as you know, RSPs is a registered retirement savings account. And that money is basically your nest egg for retirement. Your you know, your retirement fund. So the government is very specific about, you know, it uh, having to be in a registered account and handled by a, you know, registered trustee. And whenever you withdraw any money from that account, you're always going to be subject to either a holding tax or income tax or both. Okay. So with the first time home buyer program, uh, you are not subject to that, any of those penalties and holdbacks. You can actually use your RSP money towards the down payment of your house. All right. So the way that that typically works is um, 
it's to a maximum of $25,000. If you are buying that together with your spouse, then that means $25,000 each, okay? So you can withdraw up to a maximum of $25,000 for the purpose of your purchase, all right? Now, there's a couple things that you should probably be aware of there. First of all, there is no withholding tax, as I said, but the money does have to be put back into the account. So uh, what that means is you can take out that maximum of, of $25,000, and um, then you've got to put back that $25,000 back into your RSP account. You're given a two-year grace period before you start to do that. And then you've got to put back one-fifteenth of the money every year for the next 15 years. Okay, um, so, you know, that's the way the breakdown works. And if there is ever a year that you do not put any of that one-fifteenth portion into your uh, back into your RSP, then you're going to pay income tax on that 115th. So it's actually added towards your, your income. Okay. So uh, it's a great program. Um, it's it's a, a great way to, uh, you know, take advantage of, um, you know, letting, um, or it's a great way of, of, of using money that you otherwise don't have access to until retirement for the purpose of purchasing a home. Now, some people manipulate this program a little bit, all right? A couple ways that I know of that people play with this program is if you don't have an RSP, a lot of times people will go out and get an RSP loan and uh, provided that the payment on the loan doesn't skew your numbers in terms of your qualification for your mortgage, then you can go ahead and use that money as a down payment. You can use that money towards the purchase of the house, all right? Um, and again, both of you can do it. So you, if if your income, you know, can handle the payment, then by all means, this is almost, in a sense, a, a way of doing a no money down deal in terms of being able to purchase the property. The other thing that you should keep in mind is that when you go out and say get a twenty five thousand dollar loan for your RSP, you're going to be able to count that $25,000 contribution towards your income of the year that you've made that contribution, okay? So that means that you're going to get a pretty hefty tax return. So a lot of times people, what will what they'll do is they'll actually use the tax return as the down payment uh, or a way to exhaust that loan on the uh, on the RSP. So it's, it's a really slick program. Um, we've had many clients use it in the past. And um, the, the one thing that I would caution you is that if you are in fact going to go out and get a loan for the purpose of using it as a down payment on the RSP, make sure that you only make a contribution to your RSP within a sort of a cash ready certificate, like a GIC or you know something along those lines. The last thing you want to do is get into a situation where buying a mutual fund or something like that, and then when you want to withdraw it, there's going to be heavy penalties. You don't you don't want to get into that. Okay. So if you're going to borrow money for the purpose of making a contribution to your RSP, so use it for a down payment, make sure that you put it into a cashable investment. A GIC is usually the best way to go. Okay. Usually a mortgage broker can help you go through the whole math. Sometimes people go out and do this, and then they'll sort of you know, mess up their, their, um, 
you know their lending ratios uh, it's a good idea to sit down with a mortgage broker and just go through the math to make sure that you can in fact use this program and in case you want to know a good mortgage broker I would suggest Karen Montero and you can reach her at uh, mrfinancial.ca that's it almost looks like mrfinancial.ca and you can go on there and uh, just apply online or even fire her a message just through the contact us all right. Anyway, those are the uh, the three perks. Bit of a short program today. I hear my Skype coming in a little bit, uh, so I'm sorry about uh, the interruptions there. But if you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at walter at maximumresults.ca. And again, uh, as we said in the last show, we would certainly love to get uh, our listenership up. And one way that we can do that is by having you rate us on iTunes. So if you're on iTunes, go on to iTunes and give us a five-star rating if you think we're worthy of it. And uh, we would certainly appreciate it. And so we can uh, help more people hear about the show. Thanks very much again, and I hope you have a great week.